Hey, this is Tommy from the Skit Guys, and you are listening to the Christian Music Guys podcast. On today's episode, we sit down with the Skit Guys. The Skit Guys have a new movie coming out, Family Camp, May 13th, this Friday. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. Gentlemen, let me paint a picture for you. Imagine you're in school and it's kind of a boring day, your average school day. You just have a a final exam later that day. Not really looking forward to that. But then there's an incident at your school. Imagine being in elementary, middle school, high school, whatever it is, right? Nobody's hurt. It's not a serious incident. So don't worry about that. But all of a sudden into your school comes the fire department. Engines blaring. Uh, or, you know, sirens blaring. I mean, engines going, woo. You know, everybody. How cool is it to see a ton of firefighters enter your school to save the day? It's a pretty cool day, right? Yeah. <laughs> Depending <laughs> on why they're there. <laughs> nothing serious. No one died. Okay. No, nothing serious. No one's in danger. Yeah. Pretty cool, right? I mean, I know if I got to hang out with firefighters, I'd be like, that's pretty cool. Here's the thing. Firefighters are cool until they save the day in this way. This happened in Germany, a little town in Germany. Uh, teachers called the fire department to their school because it was time for the students to take their final exams to get their final grade for the year. And all of the tests were in a big safe that they had, and the safe oh. would not open. Oh! And so after trying and trying and trying to figure it out, they were trying to figure out, okay, who do we call? Who do we call? So they called the fire department who showed up and all the students, they said in the story I was reading, it said the students were so excited. The firefighters were there in full uniform until they realized that they broke open the safe and now they had to take oh. their final exams. No. <laughs> it's, some of the students they were interviewing and said, well, I thought we were just going to have a fun sunny day outside and the firefighters came and ruined it for us. No. <laughs> No, they're supposed to be heroes, not, I don't know anything wrong with heroes. (laughs) Not zeros. 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 (laughs) A lot of kids getting zeros on their tests, maybe. Oh, no. (laughs) They're supposed to put fires out, not make things worse, right? Right. Yeah. No, that would be a bad day. Now, where was this? Germany. Germany. I mean, they got the wow. safe open, so if you ever have a safe that's stuck, just dial nine one one apparently and call the fire department. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know if that would. I, I'm pretty sure the fire department would be like, just call a locksmith. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> let's go ahead and get in the interview with the skit guys. So, Tommy. We have been following you guys on Instagram, and there's a video, so a few videos that you guys do from time to time called A Friendship with Bacon Bits. Great yeah. moments of wisdom. You know, you pour in, you know, you do these like 30-second spots and just do little nuggets. But the question is, that's really important, are those imitation bacon bits? <laughs> they are, and they're horrible. Yes. See, that is terrible. If, yes. If you see me throwing those into my mouth, I probably spit them out. Quickly, we were watching that, and I said, "That looks like fake bacon bits." My, my, my. Yeah, hundred percent. It's the worst. And what it was was it was a it was one of those last minute things of like, oh, we should have you know some bacon bits, you know. And somebody ran to 
you know, probably Costco and got, you know, a bazillion gallons of bacon bits. Yeah. Imitation Awful. bacon bits. Yes. And I respect you for your observation. Yes. <laughs> it, it, honestly, it was the first thing we noticed. No, no offense, <laughs> but, you know, we were like, wait a second. There's yeah. something else. I mean, the God wrong. stuff was wonderful, but the bacon bits, I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was right. Right. We didn't hear a thing you guys said. We're <laughs> wondering, is your friendship imitation if the yes. bacon bits are? Yeah, yeah. Took away from the overall message, Tommy. Sorry about that. Yes, understandable. <laughs> Under, that's, that's that's church, isn't it? <laughs> so uh, you and Eddie, Eddie, unfortunately couldn't make it. He's at, we're having some technical issues, but you and Eddie have been friends for a long time. Is it has it been over thirty years? Did I read that right been. online. Yeah, uh, and, it's, we are approaching thirty-five years. Yeah. Oh wow. So how uh, how did you guys get into doing skit guys? That's a great question. Um, our friendship was created because I stole his girlfriend. And uh, <laughs> then once she was out of the picture, we became best friends. Um, in 1987, uh, well, I'll back up. Uh, Eddie and I were best friends in high school. We would do skits like on the bus for our friends. So we have, if you looked at my senior yearbook or Eddie's junior yearbook, you would see it signed by multiple people that don't exist in the real world because they were characters that we would play, you know, uh, to entertain our friends. Um, mm. I went on a mission trip uh, probably the week after I graduated high school. And in on that trip, uh, God really touched my heart. Um, I had a it was the first time I ever I did a little monologue called a substitute worker in children's church in this small church in Mississippi. And this lady came up, this little old lady came up after I was over and she grabbed my hands and she said, the Holy Spirit spoke to me through what you did tonight. And I'd never experienced that or heard that. My plan was to go on this mission trip and God was going to owe me. And so I would go be a famous actor. Like that was it. I was going to go to New York after mm -hmm. Eddie graduated. We were going to New York. We were going to be on Saturday Night Live. It was going to be fantastic. And uh, needless to say, my car wouldn't have made it past Arkansas, but that was still the dream. <laughs> Um, I came home from that trip. Uh, Eddie knew something was really wrong with me because I was very Jesus-y, you know, like just finished a mission trip Jesus-y. Right. Yeah. And, um, and all of a sudden, uh, I guess probably about after summer was over, I invited him to a revival at my church and he said yes to Jesus. And we started doing skits every Wednesday night for our youth group. And basically we would steal something from Saturday Night Live and make it Christian. And that sounds super easy. It's super hard because once you take all of the non-Christian stuff out, all the humor's gone. So yeah. anyway, that was, that's really how it started. Mm -hmm. And um, we had a great youth pastor and he challenged us. He held our feet to the fire. And then like when he went to another church to speak, he would take us with him. Or if he couldn't go, he'd send us. And so you know, we traveled all around Oklahoma for gas money and a chicken dinner. And then it, it started bleeding into Texas. And, you know, the next thing you know, you know, it's it's our job, which sounds so strange. I anytime somebody I'm on an airplane, somebody's like, so what do you do for a living? I just want to go. I'm an accountant, you know, because <laughs> because when you say I do skits, you know, or I do comedy, it goes one of two ways. They're like, oh, so have I seen you on Comedy Central? No. Where do you do skits in church? And then it's just usually silent. Or they say, oh, I have a cousin that's a priest. And I'm like, I probably know him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's amazing, about me. <laughs> what's amazing is really there's nothing 
like you guys out there. Like you guys are the skit guys and there's, I can't think of anybody on the top of my head that, that does what you all do like skits and you know, the YouTube videos. And then now you guys are, are doing a movie. So I think it's pretty incredible that you guys reach so many people. And I don't know of any youth pastors that has not shown a skit guys video in their youth group. <laughs> yeah. I'm a youth a pastor compliment. and I can, I can attest to that. We've, we've, we've played a few <laughs> and, uh, and you guys were pretty smart on taking the skit guys because now if anybody else wanted to do a skit thing, <laughs> I mean, you, they're kind of taking it from you. You are the skit guys. It's kind of messed up, right? Like you guys got okay. a corner on that market. That was actually a plan, Jesse. Like when we were tr- our our first, the first name we had was uh, the ET show. All right, and you know, and it was extraterrestrial. You know, that yeah. dates us very much. But that was our first name. That didn't last very long. Then we Spielberg became, came after you. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Then we became. The the uh, we became J W and Company, so that was James Woodard and Company. You know the company of characters that we bring to your church. You know, uh, and and that was so dumb. And <laughs> and then Eddie, I think, was the one we were talking about having a better name. And at that point, if you were doing a camp or a conference, you would go, "Well, we need a speaker, and we need a worship leader, and we need some skit guys." And so we thought, "Oh." Well, we'll name ourselves skit guys. And then when they say we need some skit guys, maybe they'll say we need the skit guys. So anyway. Yeah. And if they had a phone book, um, they could have just, you know, okay, skit guys, skit guys, boom. There you guys were. Right? That's exactly right. right. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's Mommy, it. Mommy, what's a phone book? <laughs> <laughs> what's a Rolodex? I don't know what that I had, I had one of my youth. I mentioned it. I was, t- I was talking to the youth group and I said something about Rolodex and they looked at me like, what? And I was like, oh yeah, well, let me, let me explain what a Rolodex is now. It's a paper iPhone. <laughs> yeah. So one of my, uh, all time favorite skits and it's, it's touched me the first time I watched it, I was, I was weeping and it's God's chisel and, mm-hmm. um, it's a very powerful message. Uh, can you tell us the, the backstory behind that That's, skit? I, thank you. Thank you for asking that Jacob. Like it's, it's a, it's a great story. Um, Eddie, Eddie and I both went out to uh, Saddleback Church to serve as summer interns, and he ended up staying there. And a part of his job was occasionally, uh, well, more than not, uh, Rick would call him um, on a, usually like a Thursday and say, hey, I need to skit Saturday night and Sunday. And um, so Rick had called him and said, here's what I want you to do. And Eddie was going up to the church to meet with a student uh, that he was going to use to be a part of a skit, but had no idea what the skit was going to be. And as he's walking into his garage, he's getting ready to get in his car. He sees a hammer and a chisel sitting in his garage. And he's like, I'll just grab that. And, And if you've ever been someone who does improv or make stuff up, you're always looking for what's that thing that might lead to something. So he grabs that. And drives to the church. And as he's driving to the church, there's just this concept of if we are God's masterpiece, if we're God's creation, um, then as the master artist, he's he's always working on us, you know. And so it uh, so so Eddie literally wrote that piece and they performed it in the services at Saddleback. Um, and then, you know, he, he would keep a copy of everything that he made. Uh, and then he moved back to uh, the Midwest where, where we live and he and I started doing skits again. And he said, I, Hey, I've got this 
skit that I did at Saddleback. What do you think about this? And so he explained it to me and I was like, man, that's fantastic. So we started doing it. We made some changes, made it more of a skit guy skit than, you know, what it was. And then this is where I think it's beautiful. Um, fast forward the tape a little and we just, uh, we, we got a, a six DVD deal with Zondervan uh, for these uh, videos, these DVDs called You Teach. And every one of those DVDs had what we called a big church video that we thought, hey, share this with your pastor, you know. And on the second one, we were trying to figure out what to put on there. And we said, hey, why don't we put God's chisel on there? Not because it's a great skit, but literally because no one ever responded to that skit. Like we would perform it live and nobody really cared. And Mm. so we were like, well, we're not going to so we'll just, we'll, we will literally give it away because when we did that, it was no longer ours. It was the publishers. And right. so we, we threw that skit away. Okay. Because we, we didn't see the purpose in it, you know, even though it was a great skit. So the DVDs get put out and a lady ripped, ripped it off and put it on YouTube. And it started going viral when, at that point in time, if you heard something was viral, you thought of a virus, like it right, was yeah. really a long time ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the publisher, who I feel bad that I've mentioned their name now, but the publisher then contacted us and said, do you want to tell this lady to take that video down or do you want us to tell her to take it down? And we said, how about neither? Like, how about we let this do whatever it does and 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 bless people and help people? And in the process, it really did go viral and God's used that video guys i can't tell you the stories i i mean there are stories of i can tell you that there's a guy in mississippi who owns a hardware store and he and his wife had been divorced he saw the video god used it to convict his heart he contacts his ex-wife shows it to her they get remarried wow Um, he you know and then there's stories of college age girls who will contact us and say they just had an experience on a date. Um, and they came back to their dorm room and went into their closet because they were weeping and randomly they would stumble on this video and God would use it. And it's so cool what God has done with it. I mean, what we threw away, he has taken and done so much with, which is just a cool God story. That's incredible. Amazing. So I, yeah, it is. I wish that story was more about us, but it's not. We we threw it away. God was the one who's done everything with it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that with us. Uh, so on, so the skit guys on May thirteenth have a movie coming out, Family Camp. Uh, could you give our listeners a brief synopsis of what that movie's about? Oh yes, um, and I'm so excited. Thank you for asking about that. Um, This is a story of my character. uh, My character's family is very average church attenders. Uh, My guy is usually uh, only at church if he's finished his golf game. And uh, and then Eddie's family is that overtly over-the-top churchy family that you love but 
you might avoid them when you're at church, you know? (laughs) Oh my goodness, there's the Sanders, go out the side door. You know, we don't want to have to go to Chili's with them. And um, because my character is irresponsible and doesn't get in the final payment and everything, we end up having to share a cabin with Eddie's family. And so it is the the conflict between these two families uh, in the process uh, my character and Eddie's character go on a men's high and get lost. And so we have to learn to work together, uh, or kill each other. And you'll have to go see the movie to see which one happens. But, uh, it is, it's a lot of fun. Eddie, Eddie's character, he describes it so well. He said it is a combination of Ned Flanders and Michael Scott. So like exactly. it is, and yeah. Ned, I mean, that's just yes. a perfect description. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's the <laughs> awkwardness of, Michael Scott saying things that you don't say out loud and the overly churchiness of Ned Flanders, you know, and the mustache (laughs) of Ned Flanders. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was an amazing stash. Was that a real stash or. Dude, that guy grows facial hair like a real man. Uh, I grow facial hair. um, Huh? I said just missing the Ned Flanders uh, haircut actually. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the challenge. Yeah. I shouldn't say he grows. Yeah. Facial, he can't grow. He can't grow hair, hair on top of his head, but facial hair, like crazy. I grow facial hair like a junior high girl. So he's like the real man. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So with, you know, there's so many movies out there that people could watch and view and, you know, why, why choose family camp and what, if they choose it and go see it, which we want our listeners to go see that, what will, what will they love most about family camp? I'm going to tell you a few things. Okay. Um, I think what they're going to love is that there's a movie they can go to with their whole family. We believe there's something in there for all ages. Um, that, that whether you, we say two to 200. Um, but if there's a 200 year old in there, they're probably not going to like it. But, uh, but any age range, I, it's a fa- everybody's going to laugh. There is great faith elements. Um, it's, it's no one is we, the only person that preaches in the movie is the preacher. Um, every other thing that you see that is worth remembering, uh, from a lesson standpoint is shown by these very fallible people. Um, but I think the reason to go more than anything is, as followers of Christ, we will drop our morals to be entertained, and and, and we all do it, right? Um, and, and and we take our families, and when we leave the theater, we say, "Hey, you know that was really funny," but we don't say this, or you know, when they did that, we don't agree with that, you know. Right. And we think we've created a movie that is very funny. That when you leave the theater, you're going to be if a mom and dad is going to be a hero. Uh, because they took their family to something very funny and they, there's no bait and switch. They don't have to say, Hey, we don't say that, or we don't do that. You know? So I, I think, I think that's the main thing right there. And and I feel like we really honored God with this movie. Uh, I would agree. It was a great movie oh, and uh, I can't wait to take my children to go see it too. And I thank feel you. great that I can actually take all of my kids to go see a movie, which is great. Yeah. It's hard to find that. Uh, right. Uh, it's so hard we, to find that. We, uh, there's, there's a great song that's coming out, um, that I'm not supposed to talk about the, the theme song to the movie. Uh, the worst part about all of that we're doing is don't say this, don't say that, don't say that, you know, but anyway, there's a great song coming out, uh, by Rhett Walker called family is family that I'm not supposed to tell you about. And, 
we were talking to Rhett the other day and Rhett's kids are age three to 17. And he was like, one, and Rhett's in the, in the movie. And he goes, one of my favorite things, mm-hmm. he goes, everybody in my family loved this movie. And everybody mm-hmm. laughed at something. That's awesome. awesome. So, uh, Tommy, I've had the pleasure of seeing you guys live a few times. Um, I think the last time was at a National Youth Workers Convention. Oh, I love and you those guys conventions. Do, I love them. And you guys do such a great job together, like in the live show, interacting with each other, feeding off each other's energy, and with the audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys do such a good job at getting feedback from the audience and kind of playing with that. Uh, what's it like to act in a film where you guys don't necessarily have like the same type of live audience reaction? Jesse, it was the scariest thing in the world. And it was the most rewarding thing in the world. Like when I was 18, when I came back from that mission trip, I sat down across the desk from my pastor and I said, are there Christian actors? And he said, well, yes, Tommy. Um, have you ever seen Ebb from Green Acres? And Green Acres had been <laughs> off TV for a long, it was only in reruns. So I knew who he was talking about. And my thought was, oh, okay, so there's not, I got gotcha. you. And in that moment, I literally, and it wasn't like a big ordeal. It was like, oh, okay, I don't get to be an actor. I, I, I will be a youth pastor and maybe a pastor. And, and I did that and I still am. I'm a pastor at a local church. I'm a teaching pastor. I teach every Sunday. Um, but this movie, in my for me, was God giving back something that I sacrificed 35 years ago. And so what was it like? It was scary and it was fun. The first time I watched the first cut of the movie, like it was a, a disaster in my head because I just kept thinking everybody belongs in that movie, but why am I in there? Like Mm. who said yes to me, you know, I've watched it since. And I think I did. Okay. But in that first (laughs) cut, that first cut was like, I don't, I shouldn't be in there. That's silly. I feel like there should be a skit to that somewhere about worth, (laughs) self-worth. Right. uh, I should go, I should go watch my own stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure you guys have done something on that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So Tommy, most faith-based films that I've seen um, are drama based. No, nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of amazing uh, faith-based films. Um, So what are your thoughts on adding more humor to faith-based films? And do you see it being something that could potentially grow on people? Because I I can think of one other film that's, you know, a comedy or for faith-based. Yeah. Yeah. I could name it. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, Um, I, I think Eddie and I both believe that there's a deficit in Christian entertainment and, um, you know, the, the movies that have come out have been great and God has used them in so many fantastic ways. But for the most part, it's a couple going to the movie, um, you know, right. and so what you've really had is you've had maybe, and, and I can't even think of a ton of them, but like children's Christian movies that have been in the theater. And I, I really can't think of, you know, I, the star maybe, you know, mm-hmm. you know, that right. was, that was literally aimed at children, you know, yeah, not the passion of the Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Great children's movie. Fantastic. <laughs> kids. Why does my kid have PTSD? Um, but the, yeah. So, so, and then you've got these dramas that are very heavy for a good reason. 
Right. But but there's not something that the whole family can go to. So we think there's a real need for that. And I'm going to just tell you our heart. You know, we've got probably, I don't know, six more of these movies that are in some form or fashion, some of them completely written, some of them still in the works, that if Family Camp does well, our hope and goal is to be able to keep doing this because we want to fill that fill that void. We really, really want to fill that void. Well, we look forward to it. We, we'll, we'll do our best to support it so it Thank keeps you. coming. Appreciate um, it. So you've touched on this a little bit already, Tommy, but what, what do you hope that people who go and see the movie, families that go, uh, moms and dads and kids, when they walk away from the movie theater, what do you hope they remember? What do you hope kind of clicks in their heart and they walk away remembering? Uh, there's a few things. I, you know, I, I mean, if, if like I said earlier, if we, if we lower our standards to be entertained and as families are leaving the theater, they're saying, we don't say this, we don't do that. You know, I hope that they're, first of all, I hope they're leaving laughing, like, mm-hmm. and I hope they are quoting those funny lines and, oh, could you believe it when this happened? Yeah. You know, I hope that, um, gosh, sorry, I didn't think I'd get emotional about this. Uh, this is really a passionate project for us. This is the heart of what we do. M- my hope is that w- when these families leave, that they leave not only with like, things to talk about. Um, but they leave with a memory of down the road. Hey, do you remember when we went and saw that movie together? And even if they're like, I don't even remember what that movie was, but I remember we were all laughing. You know, uh, I remember looking over at the kids and watching them laugh or, or, a you know, a, a grown kid saying, you remember when we went to that movie and dad just laughed so hard, you know, but maybe they could even say there was something about that after it was over that things were a little different, you know, that dad seemed to realize that family was a little more important than work, that mom seemed to realize that she could sit down and talk to us about stuff. Like, I, that, that's my hope. My hope is that this isn't just a funny movie, and it is funny. I'm very proud of how funny it is, but that it is truly a movie that God will use to bring hope to families and to bring healing to families. That, that's really my greatest desire. Amen. We pray that it that it will. I know it will. I know it's going to touch thousands of people, and we can't wait to see the the end results and the stories that you know you guys will be getting and receiving. And I know it's going to do, especially in the fathers and the husbands. It's going to really touch touch a lot of lives. I hope so, Jacob. So, yeah. So to wrap up, I'd like to see if you'd be willing to share something that that God has been doing in your life recently that would help to build our listeners' faith. That's a great question. Um, I guess what God has been doing, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, for me, He's been teaching me that any sacrifice that I make for Him is an investment. Um, you know, in in life in general, if you have the opportunity to invest money in something. Um, you're making a sacrifice with the hope that somewhere down the road, something comes of it. And, and, and particularly with this movie, it's a sacrifice that was made 35 years ago that I never thought would happen. I I wished, but I'd let it go of it. And so I Mm -hmm. think what God is really teaching me is that, um, any sacrifice that you make 
to be closer to him, to know him better is an investment and he doesn't overlook it. And that we can't begin to guess what that investment is going to come back as. You know, he is able to do more than we could ever hope or imagine. And so I, I think that's something that God's really been teaching me lately. Well, we'll amen that, Tommy. Thanks so much for sharing. And thank you so much for your time today and and, and letting us pick your brain about a few things. Um, where can people go uh, to keep up with what's going on with the skit, guys? Uh, other than Family Camp and Theaters May 13th, uh, how can people keep up with you? Uh, skitguys.tv is the easiest place to go. Um, there's tons of free videos to watch there. We have a program called Bedtime Bible Stories that are for kids. Um, there's uh, a podcast. There's all, all sorts of stuff there. So yeah, skitguys.tv is the best place to go. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Tommy. And uh, May 13th, go see Family Camp. Please. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks for listening, and thanks, Skit Guys. Don't forget to check out their movie, Family Camp, this Friday, May 13th, only in theaters. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you may listen. Hit that five-star review on our podcast. It is much appreciated. Follow us on all social media platforms at Christian Music Guys. We are a listener-supported podcast, and you can become a part of our team financially at christianmusicguys.com. We are so grateful for all of our supporters. Thanks again. See you next week.